Hi. <laughs> this is Melissa. And this is Kat. Uh, Kat is no longer allowed to pick movies. <laughs> I've said it before, but this time I mean it. Uh, she is forbidden. For, I'm picking every movie for the rest of this podcast's existence. Uh, because what the actual fuck was this? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really am truly very sorry. Yeah. This is, um, I'm going to do like one of those like YouTube apology videos <laughs> where it's just me sitting there with a weird background just crying. Yeah. I am so sorry. Also, we never sang the Green Acres theme at the end of the last episode. We're going to do it at the end of this episode, though. If we remember. <laughs> yeah. I'm winking at Kat. We'll see. We're just going to keep saying it at the top of every episode. Yeah, we're going to sing the Green Acres intro. And then one day, randomly, we'll do it. Yeah, I also said I would post our... Uh, our list. Our list. I thought about that. But you that. know what I thought about? We are like two episodes away from our third year anniversary mm -hmm. episode. So I'm like, well, we'll just wait till then. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think it makes more sense. I was like, oh, I'll do it for our first movie of the year. And then I thought about it. And I was like, we'll just post it for our third year anniversary. That's enough. Yeah. I think that's very fair. Okay, great. Okay, great. <laughs> Sounds good. Yay. Let's get to this fucking, I, no words. No, yeah. No words. I'm sorry. <laughs> so this time we're here to tell you why blank check is tragical i literally wanted to turn this movie off and not finish it i didn't care how it ended mm -hmm. i didn't want to see i literally was like can we not watch this anymore yeah there was i think like 41 minutes left and melissa looks at me and goes i don't want to finish this i think it was the fountain scene I think so. I, think I was like, I truly don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah. Well, do you want some fun facts? Not really. Great, because there weren't any. <laughs> really? <laughs> there was 13 okay. facts, and none of them were fun. Every single fact on the internet movie database was this actor and this actor worked on this movie together. This actor was in this movie with Jim Carrey, and then that actor was in this movie with Jim Carrey. That was literally all 13 of the fun facts. Is everybody who participated in this movie okay? Okay, so here's my question. One, who wrote this and why? Two, who literally read the pilot or like the screenplay or whatever and greenlit it and then once it was like filmed and done and someone watched it and they said yeah this is great every single person who had anything to do with this movie needs to be in jail i agree it's sign so, our petition <laughs> it's really bad this is the worst movie you know that lady it's that bad has, and it's problematic that lady that has the um the disney what is it the petition for to bring flick back to the parks that's me with this movie <laughs> why'd they take flick out i don't know but it's <laughs> it's like a known thing in like the diz twitter like oh. community this like person has a petition that's been going on for like five years to bring flick back to the parks that's creepy yeah and it's I'm their worried about her only personality like that's, <laughs> okay. they have a whole twitter account that checks out yeah <laughs> That's me with getting this Disney movie. Adult. That's me with getting this movie burned. When people say Disney adult, that's who I'm thinking Correct. of. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yes. Not us. No. We're different. Yeah, we're adults who like Disney. We are not Disney adults. <laughs> you can call me a Disney adult. I'm unoffended by it. Anyway, this movie did have the OG castle opening, though. Because it it's did. like a 90s mm-hmm. Disney movie. So that was nice. And that's about the only good part of this movie. Yeah, it should have stopped there. <laughs> yeah, we should have turned it off right after that. So we see a man running in the rain. He's an escaped prisoner. He's got his prison suit on. I said he's in jail clothes. (laughs) Because I couldn't think of like jumpsuit. (laughs) Jail clothes. So I just said jail clothes. We should have known right then. Just turn it off. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Well, he gets to a warehouse and he opens up the floor and he grabs a briefcase full of money. Cut to a little boy. Uh, His name's Preston. Mm Mm-hmm. He is talking to his fish about his brothers who are using his room as their warehouse for their t-shirt business, question mark? I don't know what it is. It's called Hand and Foot. Oh, I didn't catch that part. Yeah. Anyway. I just saw them bringing like boxes full of like merch. So I guess they have a business. They're selling something. They're Ralph and Damien. They're not really important. <laughs> they are abusive though. What's important is the fact that Preston is like, they have their own bedrooms. And not only do I not have my own bedroom, but I'm not having to share my bedroom with their business. Like, hello. He was like, how is this fair? And dad is like, well, they're making money so they can do whatever they want. And then Preston makes his computer say, Ralph and Damien sleep butt to face. And then it says butt to face over and over. Mm-hmm. So it's just saying butt to face, butt to face, butt to face. Yeah. And then the dad makes a comment about how the only thing that a computer can't do is teach someone how to, and I quote, make love. And then the mom says, well, you should take that course. Like this movie is so inappropriate. That's just the first time that this movie is disgusting. Yeah. no that was after butt to face so i think that's two i mean but that's funny at least like the mom telling dad in front of her your brother's your brother's face is in your other brother's butt yeah he's like making fun of them it's not the mom in front of their three children telling them that their dad doesn't know how to fuck it's it's giving weird (laughs) the family dynamic very strange the movie dynamic disney i have questions Uh, Mm -hmm. Anyway, his brothers uh, punch him really actually like pretty, pretty hard. Yeah. And they tell him not to rub it and take it like a man. Apparently that's their like family (laughs) thing. God, this movie's Because they do it a couple times. Anyway, Preston goes to the fair for some asshole kid's birthday party. Yeah, what the fuck is this part? Like, he goes to the fair. It's like a... Th- Actually, it, it was a like Six a Flags. Park. It was a Six oh, Flags. Okay. It was giving fair at first. Yeah. Because there's and, tickets involved. Yeah, and this kid, it's his birthday party. His name is Butch. I have a question about uh-huh. Butch. Mm-hmm. He calls him Presto the Pesto. Yeah. I would like to... I would like to understand how does that mean? How... What? I don't... I don't know. What does it mean? I think it's just him just not calling him by his actual name and presto, thinking it's funny. The pesto. Yeah. Does he not know what pesto is? Uh, no, the kid is like 11. I sincerely doubt he what knows what. What does it mean? It sincerely doesn't mean anything. If you're going to bully somebody, do it right. Yeah. But so anyway, Butch is having a birthday party. They've like bought out Six Flags. I don't know. He has like a sign with his name on it at the entrance. Like that's a hello. Must be nice to be rich. But uh, everyone still has to pay for the tokens to get on the rides even though this kid like bought out the park or whatever so you have to like yeah like however many 
how much money you have is how many tokens you get and like the birthday boy has like $50 from his parents for his birthday another kid has like $26 Preston has $6 so he gets six tokens and he can't ride like any of the good rides yeah all the big rides were like seven or eight tokens each so like he he literally can't even ride any big rides so he wastes his tokens on like the merry-go-round i just wouldn't ride anything that's what i'm saying i would have kept my six bucks yeah (laughs) and bought like a delicious hot dog or something like i don't know like i would not yeah be riding the fucking merry-go-round watching all the other kids ride the big rides and then when he gets home he asks his parents at dinner if they're broke because everyone else had like money and he didn't. It makes me so sad. And then Preston. Yeah, the parents say like, no, like they're fine. And then he says, well, I feel poverty stricken. <laughs> like this 11 yeah. year old used the term poverty stricken. And then Preston says he just wants money to kill off his brothers. Which mm-hmm. I'm, like I'm there for that, though. No, he like fully says he's going to hire a hitman to yeah. kill his brothers. Yeah. Um, dad is like, <laughs> these a, are fine in this house. Yeah. Dad's like fine. kind of an asshole about it. Like I get teaching your children like responsibility and teaching them like how to save money and whatever. But the way he like talks to Preston and the way he treats the brothers is so different. Like, first of all, this kid is literally 11 years old. Yeah. And then he's like, well, they have jobs. Well, they're also both like 15, 16 and he's 11. And he's and Preston's like, well, what if I got a job? It's awful. Anyway, Preston, his birthday's coming up on uh, Friday Mm -hmm. and he gets a check from his grandma, but she forgot to fill in the amount. And so Preston's like, what the fuck? I can't even use this check. And his dad explains to him, no, you can use it. You just have to fill in the amount. And Preston's like, great, I'm putting a million dollars on there. And the dad's like, no, what did she give you last year? And Preston says 10 bucks. So dad does inflation in his mind. Yeah, to $11. To $11. So Preston gets an $11 check from his grandma for his birthday. Like, not even $20. $11. I feel like I would have been impressed by 11 bucks. And what did this movie come out? 1994? Yeah. I guess. You could have gotten some nice tings. (laughs) If you say so. You could have gotten a Barbie doll. I guess, yeah. In 94, yeah. you, yeah. Barbies were like five ninety nine. Well, Preston doesn't want $11. No. He wants a million. Yeah. So then we cut back to the prisoner man guy. <laughs> I wrote jail man. Okay. I don't know why my brain was not working, typing my notes. <laughs> Great. And he's in a suit now. He got a suit and he goes into the bank and he cuts the phone cord in the office of the head banker man. Mm-hmm. He makes the man take his stolen money and he like threatens the life of his family and shit okay like is it counterfeit because like they he said all the bills were consecutive he stole the money and so like the fbi is like looking for those serial numbers so that they can like track him got you so he basically wants to trade money so he's gonna give the stolen money to the banker dude so they could just disperse it just put in the bank and then he wants another milli Okay, 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 okay. I don't know why they couldn't have, like, done that there in that moment. Yeah, I don't. Maybe the banker dude had to get the the Millie. Yeah, maybe. Either way, the banker man's name is Bitterman, and he's gonna get the Millie for um, Carl Quigley, who is the jail man. (laughs) And Quigley is going to send a man named Juice to collect the funds. For the the Millie. So we got back to Preston. He goes to the same bank. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Amazing. Also, this bank, I'm sorry. I'm really kind of glad that I go to like a credit union. This bank was scary. 
If I had to go to that bank for anything, I would be so intimidated. I would never go to the bank. Yeah, it was a really fancy bank. It was big and there was a lot of people and I was stressed looking at it. (laughs) Like marble floors. I already hate going to the bank. I would never go there. So anyway, Preston gets in line at the counter and he sees like a really pretty lady at the counter and he goes out to her and he asks if he can open an account and she informs him that the minimum balance for an account is $200 and he only has $11. Mm. Also, that's crazy. $200 minimum? So close. I think I opened my bank account with like 10 bucks. No, there's a minimum. Yeah, I think it was like 10 bucks. I don't think I had $200. I think it's $5 because that's how much you always have in your savings. Like you have to have $5 in your savings. Yeah, what kind of fucking bank is this? Like I said, this was a big ass (laughs) bank. We have a credit union. It's way better. Happy Federal was like, we'll pay you to open a bank account. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Yeah, so then like hot banker lady is like, when you get that 200, come see me. My name is Shay. And she's like weirdly flirting with this 11 year old. Not in like a like funny, like, oh, this. 11 year old thinks I'm pretty kind of way like she's She's like genuinely flirting with him it's disturbing and that's just the tip of the iceberg (laughs) (laughs) the ship is going down oh god (laughs) we're crashing this titanic I wish they would have crashed it sooner respectfully I agree. So what? Preston leaves the bank. He's on his bike and some kid named Butch. Is it the same kid? Yes. All right. Great. <laughs> Hello? The bully kid. He snatches his $11 check on his bike and then a bike chase ensues. Yeah. Until freaking Preston gets like hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And guess whose car it is? Is it Quigley? Yeah. It's the bad guy escaped prisoner, dude. Amazing. Quigley gets out of the car and he's yelling at Preston, basically saying it's like his fault. But mm-hmm. I mean, also like, yeah, why are you just like in the street, boy? He's chasing his $11. I all he has so. to his name. And then Butch is there and he's like, you should sue that old man. And then like people start to gather like witnesses are like gawking at this scene of the crime. <laughs> this man shaking this 11 year old while his <laughs> yeah. bike is literally underneath his car. So then the bad guy gets nervous because he hears like cop sirens in the background so he just writes Preston a blank check and says give this to your dad he'll know what to do with it and then he gets in his car and he leaves because he skedats because he's scared yeah because he's an escaped criminal so Preston gets home um his dad yells at him for his bike getting run over uh yeah I don't understand his parents are mad that he got hit by a car literally they're like who, how dare you let somebody hit your bike and break your bike? And you don't they, even care about your valuables. They literally ground him for literally not caring about for, his valuables when he got hit, by, hit a by a car. An 11 year old was just hit by a car. And they're like, you don't respect the things that you've earned. So you're grounded. Here's my theory. Preston died when he got hit by the car. And this is all a fever. Dream. <laughs> this He's is, in a coma. This is his coma. <gasps> I actually prefer that theory to this being real. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because honestly, everything that happens in this is kind of crazy. It's yeah. like an 11-year-old's imagination. Yeah. I'm going to go with that theory. I like that. So anyways, Preston is in his room and he's, you know, just being all sad about life and whatnot, like what I do every night. And he decides that he's going to cash the blank check for a million dollars. Yeah, he types it up on his little Mac computer, his like old school Mac yeah. computer and prints out like the words on the check yeah like preston you're not poor you have a computer in 94 yeah honestly and it was a macintosh get over it 
it's pretty good. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Preston decides he's going to cash the check for a million dollars. And I looked up the inflation. Don't worry, I got you guys. It's oh, basically good. double now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like two million, basically. So if he would have like saved it, he would have been set. <laughs> but, he, but he doesn't do but that. he's 11. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Preston goes to the bank and he gets the old lady teller instead of Shay. And he's like really bummed out about it because he's madly in love with Shay. And also the old lady's a fucking bitch. Yeah. She thinks he's being a prankster. So she takes him to the head banker, dude. And... What's his name? Bitterman? Bitterman. I didn't write a single name down. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm not going to lie at all. <laughs> the head boss banker dude, he thinks that Preston is juice. Well, yeah, because the check is written by Carl Quigley. Yeah. And it's from the checkbook that Bitterman gave him. Yeah. And then so Bitterman looks at Preston and he's like, would you like some juice? <laughs> and then Preston's like, no, I'm good. I'm not thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> so he thinks it's like the code word. Right. So Preston fills his backpack full of the cash, the whole Millie in a backpack, and then he leaves. What the fuck? And then the real juice comes. Mm -hmm. uh, he's like a gangbanger dude with like no chill. I love him respectfully. Mm, <laughs> okay, no, there. Yeah, no, just he kidding. Says some things that I'm like, okay, Juice, shut the fuck up. Yeah, if he kept his mouth closed. Yeah, he did make me laugh a couple times. He really was like, yeah, the only like redeeming character in this movie, the gangbanger. But he was also very sexist, so also not. So he, Juice walks up again to the old lady and he's like, I have a check for a million dollars. And she's like, of course you do. Go see Bitterman. Um, so Juice starts to walk towards Bitterman's um, office and he uh, checks out a lady's ass and says some like nasty shit about her ass and then runs into Preston. I mean, like literally physically runs into Preston and Preston drops his backpack, which is full of the million dollars. And Juice just... Hands the backpack back to him and walks into Betterman's office. And Betterman is like, can I help you? And Juice is like, yeah, I'm Juice. I was sent here by Quigley. And Betterman is like, I'm sorry, what? Who are you? And he realizes that the 11-year-old um, with the beat-up backpack was not, in fact, the um, contact coming to pick up the Millie. Yeah. So they chase Preston, but he gets away because, you know, he's 11. Yeah, he hauled ass out of that bank. He's like, I got away with it. Holy shit. So then we cut to the bad guy. What's his name? Quigley? Quigley. Mm -hmm. uh, he's trying to buy like this weird house castle. That's like four houses down from Preston's family's yeah, house. Yeah, it's like a castle. Literally like but a castle. But it's like in the suburbs. It's weird. Mm -hmm. It's going for like, what was it? Like 150000 Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that so crazy? Yeah. That house is probably worth like a million dollars now. Correct. That's so weird. The owners are there. The realtor's there and the bad guy's there. He is trying to get the owners to sell it for one fifty. Preston calls the realtor because he sees the listing online and he offers her more uh, with the computer robot voice. Mm -hmm. Not his not his 11 year old voice, obviously. And then they're kind of like having a bidding war over the phone and then the bad guy IRL at the house. Eventually they settle on 300 G's for this fucking house and the realtor asks what his name is and Preston says Mr. Macintosh because he is a Macintosh computer mm -hmm. and the bad guy is like this house ain't worth 300 fucking grand like I'm getting the fuck out of here. Honestly it is though. 
Yeah. <laughs> like it was a literal castle in the middle of this suburb. Castle. Um, this is when the bad guy caresses the realtor's face. Like when is this is like this movie's just like it's nasty. Yeah, there's so many like sexual things in this movie that just really did not need to happen. Like, why did he grab her face like that? Like, the premise of the movie itself isn't problematic. It's all the, like, weird comments and, like, sexualized sayings and things that happened that make this movie gross. I don't understand why he had to, like, grab her face like that. Yeah, it was, um... It was giving, much. like, Scarface. I was like, what the fuck are we watching? Yeah. Like, it's so weird. Whoever made this movie is probably a serial killer now. They definitely are. And then the bad guy, he and Juice uh, are at the bank yelling at the banker, being like, WTF, bro, where's the million dollars? I like that you don't know anyone's name except Juice. <laughs> I only know Juice's name. And then the bad guy, Quigley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know his name. Yeah. He realizes what happens. He realizes that he's like, I didn't, how could anybody get a check with my name? And then he's like, oh, fuck yeah, I gave that 11-year-old a check. That's right. And that kid wrote a million dollars on it. So now they all realize that the little kid with the backpack has the million dollars. Yeah, so they need to catch Preston. And their idea is to look up kid things in the newspaper. And I quote from the banker, things where kids go. Yeah. In the newspaper. Mm -hmm. That's literally what they do. What? I don't know. That's just not a thing. Anyway, I mean, maybe in the 90s it was. But yeah, even still, like, why? Why is that how you're going to catch this child? Yeah. Anyway, Shay's a spy. Uh, she's, in a, <laughs> she's in a van. She's a spy. She's Moving part of on. the FBI. Fuck this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Shay's a spy. Then we cut to Preston. His parents are going out on a date. Hopefully they don't come back. Uh, and then yeah, Preston sneaks out of the house. He's called a limo service. Henry is the limo driver. Henry's a fucking weirdo. I'm glad you wrote down his name because I did not. His is the name I didn't use once in this whole movie. He's disgusting. He's a fucking weirdo. They go to the mall. They're best friends now. Henry asks uh, who this Mr. McIntosh is and Preston is like, he's just a old man who wants to do kid stuff. And I'm like, this is fucking weird. Fucking weird. Okay. I will say. It's a weird movie. That I think that Preston was very smart in coming up with an adult that whose money it is. Because like no one's going to believe that an 11 well, year old has exactly. a million dollars. He had so, no like, choice. Like that was smart. Like when I was 11, I would not have thought, let me come up with a adult persona for me to have, for me to have an excuse to have all this money that I'm spending. Like I, my brain would not have thought of that. Also, it just wouldn't fly. Nobody would be like, oh, okay. Yeah. 11-year-old assistant for Mr. McIntosh. That would never happen. Henry is driving Preston home in the limo and they see Shay jogging down the road, of course. Uh, Henry like sexually harasses her. I don't remember what the fuck he says. Yeah, No. Okay. I do. Um, So (laughs) she says she's like jogging and um, Preston's like, oh, like I can give you a ride. And she's like, no, like I need to like work on my body. And then Henry says, not from where I'm sitting. Oh yeah. She says I'm out of shape. That's what it was. Meanwhile, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's 135 pounds soaking wet. Maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah, Literally. she definitely needs to get it together. Yeah. And Henry like, what the fuck? is like, yeah, she looks really fucking fine from where I'm at. Like, ew, bye. Anyways, Please. it's gross. Preston says he's going to see her at the bank tomorrow because he's going to open up a bank account. And she's like, great. See you then. Yeah. So back at the castle mansion, there's like a go kart uh, track. 
There's a pool slide that comes out of the house. There's like a bunch of construction going on. I don't know. They're bringing in like furniture. Um, there was a whole games, truck of just Oreos. A basketball court. Literally a full truck of just Oreos. We are fully over a million dollars at yeah, this point. No, by the time that this kid has spent like all the upgrades to this already castle first of all the castle was already three hundred thousand cash that he bought this house for and now he only has seven hundred thousand he went on a fucking shopping <laughs> spree the night before uh, that kid spent a lot of money the night before with fucking henry yeah. he's renting this limo for days at a time yeah. that's not he's cheap. Like way over a million dollars like at this point barring all the renovations to this house he is already close to a million dollars i can guarantee it it's just too much for my it's brain. It's too much. Yeah. Uh, Preston's dad drives by Mr. McIntosh's mansion and is like, what the fuck is going on? And Preston's like, oh, yeah, I work for this this old man now who wants to put a bunch of toys in his house. Anyways, dad, have a great day. Bye. Yeah. Well, I mean, he what is dad going to say? He told him that he had to get a fucking job at 11 years old. Your son just told you he's working for a man who is putting toys in his house. Hello? I didn't even think of that. Oh, that's fine, son. Okay, see you later. Enjoy working for the neighborhood pedophile. Yeah, legit. The whole day, the limo driver is hanging out with Preston again. Um, I get that he's being paid, but also it's weird. Like, they're, like, playing, like human uh bowling like you are the bowling ball they have like a giant like rock'em sock'em like too much for me i couldn't look at the tv there was a point where like they had like rock climbing there was like a a wall of velcro and you were like are the velcro like on a suit and you have to jump and like throw yourself in the wall there was a lot going on um it's weird that the limo driver is just hanging out with this fucking child anyway preston's hanging out in the pool you know vibing and Shay comes over to the house, just walks in the backyard. Yeah, she just fully walks into the backyard. It's fine. That's okay. She's there to see a Mr. McIntosh, but he's not there because, you know, he's not real. And then she asks Preston if he wants to open an account still because she brought the paperwork for him. So he goes and he gets the $200 for her and fills out the paperwork so he can open up his account. Okay, no, 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 no. First of all, he says he's going to go get the 200 runs inside, goes down through the slide from the house into the pool and hands her a sopping wet 200 hundred dollars <laughs> yeah fucking disgusting as someone who worked in Frontierland, and when people would hand me their sopping wet money after they got off a of freaking splash mountain it's disgusting preston says that mr mcintosh is a very busy man but he is willing to have dinner with shay so that he can discuss his finances with her uh that's fucking weird and shay yeah. says oh yeah that sounds good yeah, Preston's like, I know all of his details as an 11-year-old, so I will meet up with you to tell you everything. And you know what Shay says? It's a date. I am not kidding. This woman is sizing this 11-year-old this whole movie. It's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, so Preston is asking the limo driver for, like, advice. The limo driver says, I'm a babe magnet. And then you know what he does? Period. Um, period. Uh. He, he like really sticks does. his tongue out. I had to rewind it because I was like, he did not just do that. Henry, like with peace and love, it's incel behavior, bro. Like, <laughs> like, like, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be a bitch, but like, <laughs> Henry. Oh, no. Henry Bestie. Yeah. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be self aware. Let's have self reflection. No woman yeah. has ever looked at you and wanted to be with you. I feel like he's the kind of guy that like 
Drew on TikTok would just like just show a photo of him and laugh. <laughs> yeah. that, that would be all you would need. <laughs> anyway, so this is not the, a reflection of the actor, although he did agree to be in this movie. So I'm concerned about anybody who has any yeah. part in this mm-hmm. movie. But like Henry, shut up. Yeah, with peace and love. Also, you're giving an 11 year old advice to go on a date with like a 30 year old woman. That was what I was about to say. So like. Obviously, at this point, Preston was like, hey, I'm going on a date with this lady. But like, no, at this point was like the limo driver aware that it was a grown woman. Like, obviously, when they picked her up at that point, he was aware. No, because they saw her jogging. He fully knew. Yeah. So he was probably like, you remember that hot babe we saw running? It's so creepy. Um, But yeah, so. He's giving Preston dating advice. Um, and then there's another weird montage of more of their like antics with the all the Getting shit that ready for Preston bought and everything. Preston's at dinner with his family and he's in like a full suit and their family's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I have to work tonight with um, Mr. McIntosh. And his dad is like, well, you're actually still grounded and you can't go anywhere. Not that an 11 year old can't work at fucking 9 p.m. on a Tuesday or whatever. Yeah, but because That's he's normal. grounded. Because he's grounded. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. why. So then Preston, I'd, I was so confused at this point. I guess his dad <laughs> has like a business plan, a monetary plan plan i don't know plan 442 um and so like preston like honestly this kid is pretty smart he like mumbles under his breath and he's like so much for plan 442 and the dad's like what about my plan and preston was like well i was gonna show it to mr mcintosh because i think it's so great and even the mom is like oh my god i'll go get it and they allow him to go work because he's gonna show him the plan and dad's like well let me meet mr mcintosh and preston's like no i'm gonna go by and then he just he just goes preston goes on an actual literal date with Shay. They're at a very fancy restaurant. She's dressed really nice for going out with an 11 year old. And she's just trying to get information on Macintosh because at this point she thinks that Macintosh is the one who is money laundering. And then Preston is asking Shay some very personal questions about her love life. And she's like, "Mm, I don't know if I should tell you these things. And then he gives her like, A diamond necklace, which in itself was more expensive than like what he had at this point. Yeah, Preston's like asking her the heights of all her exes or whatever. And she tells him that these are like personal questions. And I'm like, the word you're looking for is inappropriate. Yeah, he's like, um, what's the youngest person you've ever dated? Shay. And she doesn't find it weird. Is you okay? Yeah, so then um, Preston falls off the chair and some shit happens. So they're like, let's go get burgers instead of like eating at this fancy restaurant. Um, So they go and get burgers. And then Preston's like, oh, my God, you want to see something so fun? And they run through like a bunch of like water fountains. But they're like grabbing at each other and like running around. And it's it's like a romantic comedy scene, but like with an 11 year old and a 30 year old woman. Yeah, it was it was disturbing. And they're like laughing and she's like, (laughs) she's soaking wet and her dress is like clean to her and she's like oh my god Preston I haven't had this much fun in forever like literally like that's I'm literally I'm not fucking around how is this movie existing I don't know so um while they're fucking around in the fountains Bitterman Juice and Quigley are walking by the park that Shay and Preston are like fucking around in the fountains and they see Preston and they're like oh my god that's the little boy from the bank and they go to run after him Preston sees Bitterman and is like oh shit and like he like convinces Shay to like race to the limo so they run away from them and then they get away and then the ride in the limo 
is so uncomfortable. I this is where I was like, turn this shit off. Like I Shay did not even want to finish this movie. Quite literally looks this literal child up and down and is like leaning in towards him and they're like having a conversation and Preston's like oh like when can I see you again and Shay is like I don't know like that's a great question like it's so weird and then Preston says it Mr. McIntosh is having a birthday party on Friday and invites Shay and she's like oh my god like I cannot wait that's so exciting and they just drop her off on the side of the street. So the next day Preston makes his brothers work for Mr. McIntosh doing yard work and like cleaning up the house or whatever for the party and then the party planner comes she's too much she's gotta go she's just annoying as fuck. Yeah and then she quite literally just takes $10,000 out of his backpack. Yeah she robs Preston. Yeah like she just grabs it and she's like this is my deposit but just like goes into his backpack and takes it the money yeah. and then preston asks henry the limo driver to hang out and henry's like no i actually have friends and a life uh so i'm gonna go to the bar like a normal person hang out with my adult friends not the 11 year old i've been hanging out with for a week yeah and then preston is like damn i really got no friends so he goes to the park to sulk i guess on his bike or like buy friends i don't know uh, <laughs> buy friends and then the bad guys find Preston at the park. They start chasing him in a car. Uh, Juice gets out of the car and is chasing Preston on foot. Yeah, there's a lot happening here. He falls into a pond. He gets back into the car. Juice throws up in the car. Don't know why that happens. I don't know. Sure. He just throws up in the car. Uh, the chase continues. The bad guys crash their car. Mm -hmm. Preston gets away. The end. No, I'm kidding. There's more, unfortunately. Yeah unfortunately they get the other kid what's his name butch they get butch and they're like butch tell us where this kid preston lives and he's like i ain't no rat or something along those lines even though he bullies him like then these three grown men hold this 11 year old um over the edge of a building like a skyscraper like the mob yeah, they literally hold him over the edge of a, a roof of a literal skyscraper. They're like, show us where he lives. And Butch is like, OK, because he doesn't want to die, you know? Yeah. Back at the castle mansion, Mr. McIntosh's mansion, uh, <laughs> the party is getting set up and the brothers, I don't remember their names, Ralph and Damien. Ralph sure. and Damien. Sure. They are telling Preston that Shay is a gold digger and she doesn't actually care about Mr. McIntosh, just his money. Yeah. Well, she doesn't care about Preston. She just cares about the money. Right. And Preston is like getting big mad because he's like, no, that old lady loves me. We're in love. We went on a very fancy, cute date. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, for everybody involved. Henry is helping Preston get ready. He's like his freaking valet now, I guess. <laughs> There's a weird conversation about skinning cats that I don't ever want to hear again. Yeah, I this part was just, I don't even know what was happening. Henry was like deep talking about like ways to skin a cat, but he was like going into detail. Yeah. Please don't watch this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just know that it's uncomfortable mm -hmm. and you don't need to see it. Like he was letting his intrusive thoughts win. <laughs> <laughs> and, like i just like i just want to know how this movie got made this Respectfully, is i don't know so bad i don't know so they go out and the party is in full swing and preston keeps looking for shay shay's in the fbi van talking about their plan which is um if they can't find macintosh that she's gonna kidnap preston 
limo driver is like hey man like let's have fun stop looking for your lady like let's have a good time <laughs> um preston gets presented with the bill for the party um from the crazy party planner and do you know how much it is N- not including the ten thousand dollar deposit that she stole from him um it's a hundred thousand dollars so he goes into mr mcintosh's office where he has like a computer a giant computer where he just has like typed out everything he's bought which i guess is kind of smart at least he's like keeping track of shit um but he did a bad job because he only has three hundred dollars left so he can't he can't pay the party planner so then he's sitting in the big chair facing the computer and his dad walks in so his back is to the door and his dad is like oh i'm i'm are you mr mcintosh you don't have to say anything i just want to talk and he basically says how like he's too hard on preston or whatever and he's proud of him but like he's not he's he treats his son like shit yeah like what the fuck shut up dad yeah and it was supposed to be like a sentimental moment but it was just like not weird and then like yeah like the fact that macintosh quote-unquote doesn't say anything like that's not weird or whatever and then he's like yeah so like um i know it's your birthday party but it's also preston's birthday today weird um so if you could send him home so we could all like go out for preston's birthday like together that would be really cool and then he just like leaves and Preston's just in the chair crying. Um, so Preston goes to run after his dad. I don't know. His dad must like be like Batman or something. He just like disappeared out of fucking nowhere. Like how he got out of that house so fast. I will never understand because he literally went out directly after him. Dad is already gone. And then Preston notices that the white limo that um, limo driver drives is not there. And so he asks like another guy like out of car. He's like, hey, where'd my limo driver go? And he's like, oh, that guy, he left. And so Preston's like, well, great. My family isn't here on my birthday and they hate me. And now my limo driver, who's my only friend, also isn't here and he hates me. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm sad and lonely. And now I'm also broke. So Preston's at the party and Shay finally shows up. And Preston's like, who are you here to see? Me or Mr. McIntosh? Mind you, he's sitting on the floor in the office sobbing. Yeah. And she's like, both? (laughs) No, she says McIntosh first. And then she's like, but you too, I guess. So Preston (laughs) runs off because he's like, fuck it. Everything sucks. The party planner is like, where's my money, child? And he's like, I don't have it. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, good luck finding Mr. McIntosh for your money. Yeah, because he knows he's not (laughs) real. He doesn't exist. (laughs) So the party planner cancels the party because uh mr mcintosh can't pay the bill so everybody leaves okay but like also all these people bought mr mcintosh birthday presents but like what did they buy him because one no one knows who he is or did they buy preston birthday presents i have no (laughs) idea dude it doesn't make any fucking sense (laughs) because they all grab their presents and then leave (laughs) anyways the bad guys have butch and they break into preston's real house and then he nobody's there yeah, they're all at Mr. McIntosh's house. No, they were out at dinner for Preston's oh, birthday yeah, without, without Preston. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they literally still went out to dinner, even though Preston was like not there for, for his, his own birthday. birthday. Yeah. And then nobody's there. So the bad guys are like, where the fuck is he? And Butch is like, well, everybody's at Mr. McIntosh's mansion party. Yeah, man. And then Quigley realizes that Mr. McIntosh is the guy that outbid him for the house. And he's starting to put it together that that's his like persona, his adult persona. Yeah, for real. So then the bad guys go bust into that house, the castle mansion house. 
they find Preston. Preston tells them that Macintosh is actually him and that he spent uh, $1 million in six days. In six days. <laughs> and the bad guys, they're talking and they decide, well, this is perfect because uh, Mr. Quigley can just take over the identity mm-hmm, of, of Macintosh mm-hmm. and start a new life. But they just have to kill Preston first. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. Probably um, Butch, too. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Preston. Preston knows everything so he can't live but Preston's already fucking booked it bro yeah he he got out he runs off and he hides in the backyard um he shuts all the lights off in the backyard so that the bad guys can't find him all three of the bad guys split up to look for Preston Biederman just goes and eats some cake which respect but then he chases him into the house and Preston puts like the what is that called I couldn't think of the word for it either VR yeah like the v- I literally <laughs> yeah. wrote like the specific oculus and I was like oculus is a 2020 thing like VR not- <laughs> headset yes he puts on like this really extravagant VR headset onto Bitterman freaks him the fuck out with like some scary ass video and then he passes out. Then he just like hangs him from the ceiling from this like weird ass chair that he has. Preston tricks Juice into going into like the batting cages. He like sets up like a dummy in there so it looks like he's in there. And then he just throws a bunch of baseballs um, from inside the house at Juice. It was like Home Alone for like two minutes. Yeah, 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 a little bit. <laughs> yeah, they kind of did uh, steal that from them. Uh, but then Quigley finds Preston and gives chase to the backyard where Preston starts like hiding under like the tables and shit while Quigley's flipping them over trying to find him. Preston eventually knocks Quigley into like one of those human-sized balls for the human bowling. It's like, yeah, one of the <laughs> the human bowling balls. Yeah. Where walls- you like sit in it but it's like a cage and you like buckle yourself in yeah so he like locks him into that and then preston gets in one of his go-karts and just rolls quigley around for like 10 minutes and then knocks him into the pool yeah like he's just gonna fully drown him i was like oh he gonna drown but he gets out but he's like floating on top of the water looks like he drowned yeah he's dead so preston goes to check on him and he grabs him and it was scary yeah but then um shay and the fbi show up and shay is the fbi (laughs) oh yeah shay is the fbi she should be (laughs) arresting herself that's what i'm saying um and they're like okay who is macintosh and like no one says anything at first and then quigley is like i'm macintosh get the fuck off my property i don't think he realized because i mean if he says he's fbi be looking for somebody they're looking for he thinks that they're looking for quigley who is an escaped felon so he thinks he's gonna get arrested either way he didn't know that the FBI's pointing guns at you and looking for you and you're going to be like, it's me. Okay, yeah. So um, <laughs> he says that he is Macintosh and he, they all get arrested. And then Preston is like, Shay, was our date fake? Like, what the hell? And she says it started out that way to this 11 year old Shay arrest yourself you're going to jail yeah and then she says to call her in 10 years and he says they like debate it until it's down to six so he'll still be 17 years old no they landed on seven no it was six i wrote down six i have seven i wrote down six because she said 10 and he said five and she said seven and then he said six either way it's still not legal sorry and then is he be 18 Anyway, that's why she, they landed on seven. Anyway, she kisses this fucking 11 year old on the mouth, on the mouth. Like she leans into him and like not just like, like kisses him. Like they kiss on the mouth. 
like a romantic kiss on the mouth. Illegal. Disgusting. Who? Why? Who? What? Why? I don't know. I hate it. Why did you make me watch this? I'm sorry. So then Preston is in the house still with and his dad shows up and he sees like all like the cop cars and the FBI and everything. He's like, what the fuck? My kid is in there. Goes in to like grab his child from this house and Preston's just like, yeah, I'll tell you another day about what happened. Dad doesn't even care. No, no fucks given. No. Um, they see limo driver on the way out. He went to go get Preston ice cream. Who cares? Yeah. Um, okay, great. And then Preston goes into his room at his house and his mom and brothers are there with a cake and a new bicycle. And they're like, happy birthday, even though you went to dinner without you. <laughs> That's the movie. That's it. I don't even want to put this on my list. <laughs> I don't even want this tainting the list of my tragical movies. I thought nothing could get worse than one magic Christmas where the lady like watched her husband die and then her and children drowned and then she didn't care. This is worse than that. Is that your is that your final? <laughs> yes. I give this movie a negative 10. <gasps> oh, my I'm God. I'm making up numbers out here. Wow. It's literally so vile. I wish it didn't exist. It's fucking disgusting. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just vile. This movie shouldn't be banned. I love that. Um, Yeah, I gave it a zero out of 10. It's the, the last one on my list. Mine's like mine's like on a separate list. <laughs> mine's like it's like an um, whatchamacallit. It's like a secondary item at the bottom of my list. Damn, bro. So fucking like this movie should not be allowed. Yeah, it's foul. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? I haven't seen this movie. Like, I don't think like since. Nobody should watch the. Do not give this movie airtime. Pretty bad. It's a horrible. It's like weirdly sexist and then like very sexual at the same time for like no and reason. A, and a, it's literally a rom-com between an 11 year old and, and a 30 year old woman. Fully grown woman. Yeah. Why is this existing on this planet? Yeah, I I really do have questions for whoever wrote like, are this you movie. Good? No, they are clearly not good. Anyway, you ready to hear the next? I'm so excited. Yes. Well, we clearly need a palate cleanser because that was <laughs> fucking dreadful. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to surprise you, Kat. Okay. I picked a musical. <gasps> what? This actually probably gives it away because I only like like three musicals. So and there's a lot of um hats and child labor hats and child labor <laughs> i feel like whenever i guess i every brain cell i have yes, is same. just leaving my brain I like i don't know think. it came out in 92 the year you were born newsies yeah oh my god my next hand was Batman's in it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, good. Okay, good. Then you definitely it. would have gotten it. I was then. like, hats. Hats. And child labor. <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm so excited. God, we need we need some music yeah. after that. I'm so shocked that you would pick a musical. But also, yeah, you really only do like like four musicals. Yeah, and we've done Annie and now Newsies. So we're done. And Teen Beach Movie. Yeah, I guess that's, that's definitely a musical. High School Musical, too. Yeah, we've done all four. <laughs> that's 
it. Of the ones I like. <laughs> so now we don't have to do anymore. Yay. Oh my God. Yay. I know. I'm excited. What a good one. Anyways, everything is linked on our website now, uh, which is linked in the show notes. That's where all the fun facts are. That's where the link to our Patreon is. I feel like we never talk about the Patreon movies anymore. There's, uh, okay, I'll say one and then you say one. Ready? Okay. Beetlejuice. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Plan 9 from Outer Space. That was a good one. That was a really good that one. Actually was also, funny. Barb and Star. Um, when we did Dinosaur, but we just dubbed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That shit was good. Um, Harry Potter's one through six. We mm-hmm. should finish that off. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. We should probably do that pretty soon. We did Spirited Away. Oh, I loved that movie. Yeah, Melissa had never seen it. Pigs and the dead people and the the exploding ghost thing yeah man and the thing that was like uh, no face <laughs> i love that movie that was great so good trolls twister which i've seen oh, that they're coming out with a second one i don't know how accurate that is but i keep seeing it so shrek uh yeah yeah we've shrek done shrek two? yeah um we've done sweeney todd Ooh, that was a good one that was a good one scooby-doo oh my gosh scooby-doo that was good such one. a good one we also do like pilots for like some of the like Disney Channel shows yeah. and cartoons and stuff. We do some like fun videos on like rides. Mm-hmm. We've done like Disney movie icons. Mm-hmm. Some legends. We did a Q&A once. We, <laughs> we did. should do another one. It's been a while. I know. we ha- It has been a while. We tried to guess all 50 states one time. I literally was talking about that the other day (laughs) because for my job, I'm in a lot of like different time zones all the time. And I'm constantly Googling literally like this city and state time zone now while I'm talking to people because I don't I don't know what time anything is or what time zone anyone is in. So I know California. They're three hours behind us. That is quite literally the only one I know. I know that um, Oregon and Washington are above California. It's more than I know. I know Washington is up there. Cow. Okay. Now you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> well, I'm not sorry. Cat is sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So Apologize. Sorry. This is um Cat, and I am very sorry for this movie existing and then making us watch it. Thank you. You're so welcome. You made us do one tragic Christmas. So <laughs> this was worse. This was <laughs> this was in retaliation. Pedophilia is worse than Watching your husband die and um, your children children dying, your children drowning in a tragic car accident (laughs) by drowned by the man who shot your husband. This was worse than that. I will agree with you. (laughs) I I do, in fact, agree with you on that. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The Tragical Podcast cover art is created by Johnny the Alchemist. The Tragical Intro was produced by Ja Reezy. Links to our social media and Patreon can be found on our website located in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. Tragical. <laughs> <laughs>